This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production. This week, Mark stirs the pot and dons the crown of the Troll King and puts a target on all of the gents worldwide. Bob dunks on Snape and throws shade at Mickey's palace, and then Robot Chicken, Wade absolutely rampages about the existence of Prince Charming, Shipping Angels, and hits K-pop and SCP. Yes, it's time for... The Bait Debate. Now sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Distractable, the only podcast you could ever hope to listen to in this moment of your life. And then when the episode is over, it will leave an emptiness inside of your soul that you can only fill with sadness. Unquestionably. Yay. Unquestionably. Yes, absolutely. Yay. My name is Markiplier, also known as Mark. I'm your host for this evening, morning, or afternoon, or if you're playing this in the middle of your sleep, that is odd choice but we do not judge here i'm joined by bob nightmares 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 <laughs> just in case you're sleeping <laughs> that's for you sleepers pay attention <laughs> and ed wade uh boobs uh, sexy nightmares hot nightmares <laughs> to help them be less terrible okay uh-huh this is gonna be a weird night's sleep for you uh sleep listeners sweet dreams <laughs> uh if you're sleep listening uh wake up before you forget this and write it down that you were so that we can uh not believe you and no one will ever believe you you this episode never existed we are your dream weavers yes and if you're listening to this you need to wake up from your coma this is a message you need to wake up you have to wake up elizabeth needs you <laughs> who, who find their family member in a coma be like you know what i know it will help them and they put on 
on the Distractable podcast. It was our first episode. Hair like, I'm, I'm in a coma. Teratoma. Teratomas. I'm awake. Terra Tacoma. I'm in a coma in Tacoma. Terra. Goddamn. Terra Tacoma. We should make a podcast called Dreamweavers where we specifically are episodes designed for people sleeping and or in a coma. That is actually a fun one. I, I do enjoy that. And ours is as crazy as that could be. Speaking of dream. No, not Dreamweavers. There was a better thing. Teratoma. Hair. Oh. How's that remember better? that? No, mm -hmm. it is better because it relates more. Okay. How wonderful is that? That hair might save your life. Wait, what? Not very wonderful for me. Yeah, well, I know, right? Yeah, I was gonna say you get free hair constantly, but um. oh god. <laughs> well, I'm sure hair from other parts of your body would work, and you got plenty of that. I'm saved. It doesn't even have to be your body. Oh. Have you guys heard of a sloth? Heard of the animal? Like the yes. animal sloth? Yeah, a sloth. I've heard of it. I'm familiar, yeah. Did you know that in their hair is millions of different microorganisms? No, but that doesn't sound like a thing I want to know about. Yeah. Oh, that, you that's do. How... Sounds concerning. Okay. Oh, you do. And in these microorganisms living in the cracks, they were investigated by biologists for the first time, and they discovered species of algae and fungi which have not been found anywhere else in the world. That's really that's weird. That's good and or bad and or neutral. Oh, it's good. How is that possible? Are you saying they evolved or something? They developed? in that sloth alone and that's all they know yes exactly yes how long do sloths live well it's like the human gut biome you know it's tailored specifically to humans or it existed and evolved alongside mm. humans and in sloth hair They've finally been able, with advancements in technology, been able to study these microorganisms and found microorganisms that could possibly be used for treatments for malaria, Tagus disease, and even breast cancer. Hmm. Okay, that's pretty wonderful. I'll, I'll get on board with that. Sloths have been holding out. They have Sloths been. Sloths <laughs> are over here grubbing all their weird little algae and fungi, and they're they're holding on to the secrets. Uh-huh. They've been trying to share it with us. They just move real slow, like, so... <laughs> One sloth is somewhere in the middle of the South Georgia, just like, I'll get to DC someday. <laughs> it's like, you know that, that, that story about the snail? You get to live forever, but there's somewhere oh, in the yeah. world, there's a snail chasing you. There's also a sloth trying to get to you to save your life. Like, then they're both racing to get to you, see who gets there first. How slow would they be? Because even if they got to you, you could just step away at that point, right? Yeah, you'd think. That's just the imminent threat. It's just living with the thought of a sword hanging over your head and an unwavering knowledge that if you stop moving for just one second too long, the snail will find you. Or anyway, we'll close the last couple centimeters. That would make sleep a little terrifying. Exactly. Well, you think it's on the other side of the world, and so you rest easy for a few nights. But then after a few months, you start to think, maybe it got there. Maybe it maybe it managed to crawl onto a plane to get closer to me. God, the snail built a snail boat and sailed across the ocean to get to me. Exactly. That's the terror of the snail. Wouldn't you say he snailed across the ocean to get to you if he built a snail boat? I think I did, but I think I stutter stutter stutterated. Sure. It. Sure. Rather than intentionalating it. I like the idea that as you're being cursed, the witch or whoever is like, yeah, and saying the spell and it's like, ah, and it happens. And you're like, oh, oh. and then the snail appears in front of you. And then a guy on a scooter just comes along. And it's like, and you just like, and you're like, ah, sick. Well, I guess he's not moving. I guess he's not chasing me anymore. No, no, it's unkillable. That's part of the curse. Oh, okay. It's an invincible snail. Okay, fine. Yes. Oh. But anyway, so sloth 
fur could contain cures to diseases we don't even understand. That is pretty wonderful, actually. That's pretty, yeah. that's pretty sweet. That's pretty wonderful. Wait till they get the chipmunk fur. Yeah, how many animals do we need to shave now to, to finish this research? <laughs> where, are we gonna, where are we going to get all this fur? <laughs> lady down the street's black cat's fur. Yeah, the truth of health in the world is to make everything bald. So honestly, you were on to something. Join me. And for that, I'll give Wade one point. Oh, point well learned. But I'll also give Bob one point for having hair that might contain microorganisms that are useful. So Ooh. I've got face hair he doesn't have that could contain microorganisms. I got stubble. He's got stubble. It's because it's not as manly looking and mm. cool. I got a full graying jungle over here, graying from the healthy bacteria that live in it. Gross. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh, <clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential you're talking about the potential the potential you thought to yourself oh, a little elbow grease some fresh installs a little bit of love you could transform that body full of rust into a baby that's all your own cars right yeah it wouldn't take much to transform my ride your ride's more like schrodinger's ride if you don't think about it it both does and does not exist it is possible but on ebay motors anything is possible with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly they got brake kits led headlights exhaust kits turbochargers bumpers whatever your baby needs ebay motors has it with ebay guaranteed fit they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at these prices you're burning rubber not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com that's e-b-a-y-m-o-t-o-r-s.com eligible items only exclusions apply
Well, I'm glad you guys are already animalistic and at each other's throats because that is going to be the theme of today. Okay. Great. I love it. Yes. Welcome to the great bait debate. Debate. So, how this is going to work. You guys have been on the internet for a very long time, correct? Over a year. We've been working on it for 10 years. On it since <laughs> longer than that. Uh, you are both correct on that. Uh, it, how You guys have seen a lot of things on the internet, right? Oh, yeah, we oh, have. Yeah, yeah yep. we have. Mm -hmm. Quick, name the worst thing you've seen on the internet. There's a TikTok account that's a guy coming out of a door going, Wow, oh, what a wonderful day to come outside. And then it's usually followed by someone getting horrifically injured. I hate it. It's always awful, but I always have to watch. Uh, I saw some videos of like horses and animals, like shoes being changed when they have like foot injuries. Oh, and that was pretty awful to watch. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Well, we're not talking about that either, but we are trying to stir up the cauldron of hate that is the internet. On the internet, there are many people that troll. The person who makes that TikTok account is actually probably an example who makes videos for the explicit example of getting a rise out of people or catching people off guard with a thing to get a reaction or get their attention. It's kind of the embodiment of any attention is good attention. And today, we, together, are going to collectively stokes the flames of our own fandoms and fandoms across the world. Because apparently our opinions suck, and everything we believe in is terrible and wrong. So why not dive deep into that pool, the cesspool of nothingness that we apparently have stirred over and over again with our horrible restaurant and uh, game opinions. And we're just going to go ahead and straight up attack people, okay? All right. I've got it. I have no concerns about this. Let's go. <laughs> what concerns could you possibly have? So there's going to be some basic rules here. Oh. There are many fandoms across the internet. I have a list of some of them. I know there's going to be someone mad that I don't have their fandom to roast. I and want it to be mine. <laughs> Why didn't you include us? People are never <laughs> mad when we do videos that leave something out that they like. Yeah, I know, right? Imagine. But it's not just a straight up roast, right? Because that's not elegant. That's not the whole crux of it. Really, when it comes down to the bait debate, is to say something that you know will cause a fight, but is specific to that fandom. So you have to have knowledge of that fandom to be able to get a rise out of them, correct? Okay. Everyone understanding this? So when I yeah, when, when I give you... <laughs> what? What? I'm just... Wade's just remembered that he doesn't know things about stuff. Listen, man, I already get enough hate as it is. Now I'm asking for it. This is terrible. You can voluntarily abstain from a selection, but only one of you can. Okay. Because the other will then be given an opportunity and they could make a very weak bait and it doesn't even have to be good and they'll get a point off automatically okay if you want to point in that round you have to say something but you can volunteer to say nothing okay okay so it'll go down the list and there might be something that you know you don't know try to like give a bait and uh we will alternate turns so first up i'm gonna flip uh i don't have a coin anyone got a coin you can google coin flip and it will you're flip right it for you. you're right you better have a coin with our faces on it coin flip or ask jeeves or bing wait no, I'm going to use my AI that I have here and I'm going to ask it to come up with a picture of a coin <laughs> oh and whether it's God. heads or tails. Oh. 
Oh, uh, what if it's perfectly sideways? American Quarter <laughs> is what it's I'm... got a picture of a bush on it. I don't know, but I'm putting in an American <laughs> Quarter, and I'm seeing what it's going to do. And Who calls it, this? Uh, it's a head! It's heads! Great! What does that mean? Yeah, oh, right. What does that mean? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, man, that solves everything. I'm glad that we did this. Well, go ahead. <laughs> All right, someone call one. It's flipping. It's flipping in the air. Tails. Heads. It is like two halves of a coin, but it's more heads than it is tails. I'll show you the picture. Excellent. I'll show you the picture just so you know. It's definitely, you'll you'll see. It's definitely more heads. It is. It is. You'll see. I don't know what this coin flip is even for, so I don't know if I've won or lost. It's to who goes first. Oh, good. Me. So yeah, it's mostly heads. All right, fair. Wait, where did you send? Sure. Did you text it? The DM and Discord. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna what? Give us a prompt, and I gotta say something that's. Yeah, you have to say. Bait. Basically, you're trying to get into an argument or get okay. the, that fan base specifically God. to be mad at you <laughs> in a way that yeah, isn't okay. a generic insult to anybody else, right? Sure. Yep. All right. Yep. Sure. We're gonna start this off with something that you both know probably, and that you both understand at least to some extent to make it fair. Wade, you are going first. Excellent. The fandom you are trying to get a rise out of is Harry Potter. Oh, well, that's... Okay, yeah, easy enough. Uh, magic isn't real, and being obsessed with it and this little world of wizards and whatnot that get to summon their little spells and have their little relationship and save the world, it's all fake. And you know what? The person that wrote it, pretty terrible too. So if you like it, you're also terrible. I'm going to rate that as a weak one. I'm going to give that like a, like, it could be a lot better because it wasn't very narrow and very focused. That that would probably make the fandom go like, mm, okay, you're weird. That's what I would say if I was a Harry Potter fan. I am the Harry Potter fan and I'm like, yeah, whatever. All right, Bob, you got a better one? <laughs> Snape was lying. That was all an imaginary sequence of events he created to rationalize his unbelievable betrayal. He never loved Lily. He was just trying to get Harry onto their side. He was trying to change his mind, weaken his resolve, so that he could betray his friends the way that Severus Snape betrayed everyone in his life, except for the bad guys who he was cool with. <laughs> I want to rebut. <laughs> You want to rebut? Yeah. That, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'll leave it. We got to agree. What is a rebut? What is this? He, he wants a rebut. Well, now that I've started what you go, I want, I want another chance at a day. I, oh, okay. I, I think if we were to do another one, it would be another round. Yeah, we could go again. That sure. exchange, I, Bob, soundly won. I could see people just okay. at the teeth of whoever is still a Harry Potter fan in this day and age. Okay, I got one. I got one here. Okay, all right. Dumbledore was a terrible father figure, and I'm glad he died, and I wish he had died sooner in the book series so Harry could have grown a pair before six books in. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I mean, maybe about the being a terrible father figure is okay, because I don't think it was great, but yeah. I think that's pretty good. That's much improved. Thank you. Thank you. The characters in the Harry Potter universe that are meant to be demonstrating elements of magic that are hard to comprehend professor trelawney and luna lovegood were not cool sage wiser than they appeared characters they were fucking crazy <laughs> they were out of their mind they were not telling the future luna is not a wise and beautiful young girl they're just crazy as shit <laughs> 
stop worshiping them. They're crazy. That feels so awful to say. I'm, that is so specifically I, targeted because you, I, know. I know that there is a subset of the fan that really, really adores the quirkiness. <laughs> I am a Harry Potter fan. I've watched all the movies and all those, uh, the creature, what in the hell, the creatures, the new ones. Oh, I haven't seen the new ones yet. With the... Uh, I can't even remember the names. Where to find them? Magical creatures and where to find them. Whatever the hell it's called. I'm a huge fan. Can't you tell? Uh, that felt just awful to say because I like both of those characters mm -hmm. quite a lot. This is awful. It's just like the Dursleys were right. Yeah. yeah. Harry was an awful kid and he should have conformed. He deserved the treatment he got. <laughs> Mrs. Dursley was right. Yeah. I, Harry's I gotta... room was too big. <laughs> I gotta say, oh, like, wait, that was much, man. much improved. But just how, how focused Bob's dig there was, it was God. so, it was like a laser into someone's heart. Someone <sighs> is raging. So I, hate I it so much. I gotta give the second one to Bob as well. Well, now I've got an idea of how, how deep we're going. So we're going right for it. Dark Wade, awful. <laughs> Are you you we should be getting like threats from these. Okay? Our opinions here at Distractable don't represent our opinions, apparently, because <laughs> I don't think I feel this way. This is all for a laugh, okay? I probably don't uh. believe anything I. I definitely don't believe anything I said, and I probably don't believe the word I'm going to say. <laughs> don't either, but man. Look, guys, this is what it's all. Don't worry. See, it doesn't matter how much we justify it. No matter what, we put an opinion out there. I know. <laughs> I know. We're, we're both. So we're embracing this it. This is like the cancelous episode where people take these audio clips out of context yeah. and they end up on like. CBS News or something. <laughs> that was literally the inspiration. I really, I was talking to Amy. I was like, "What's a, what's an episode that could be taken so badly out of context? <laughs> like just sound bites that could be extracted." Oh, uh, this God. Is I'm like sitting here itching myself. I'm so uncomfortable <laughs> with this. Let's do more. What What got me really thinking about it was Amy and I. We were talking just last night because I have an ongoing theory that most of the posts on Reddit are absolutely fake. Mm. They're completely 100 fabricated because we thought of something to post on a subreddit that would have been unbelievably confusing. It's like the same thing about how on Reddit, it's like the subreddit, today I fucked up, is just today I fucked up when I was boning my sister <laughs> and I blew my load all over her yeah. in the middle of dinner. You know, just like that's exactly, like that whole subreddit is just like made up bullshit. I know that it has to be yeah. because it's just that asinine. There is occasionally truth, but it's just going out of your way to believe that everything is on the internet is a lie is gonna save you a lot of trouble. However, this reminds me of that philosophy document on bullshit. Everyone should read it. Is it? Is it? Is that real? <laughs> no. It is. No, there's, there's a document called On Bullshit in Philosophy. Yeah. Oh, so it's a modern. It's just the title is just referential. It argues that bullshitting is more dangerous to our society than lying or truth telling. Oh, I believe it. I absolutely believe it. It's an excellent read. Yeah. Uh, it is. It is a book. Who's it by? What's the author's name? The paper. I want to say his name was like William Frankfurter, but I might be wrong. Frankfurt. On Harry Frankfurt. Harry oh, Frank. Yeah. Interesting. So anyway, all right. But you don't get a point for that, Wade. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that was true, so that's worthless. I'm sensing a trend with today. That's fine. Well, you are kidding me. You're more ruthless than me all the time. All right. How about you say the most savage shit out of nowhere? Yeah, but that's just me being me. Whenever you try, you're worse than I am. <laughs> <laughs> It means more coming from you. No matter what you say, when you're mean, it means it more. deeper. Yeah, no matter what I say today, it's going to seem worse whatever you say because you're usually the nice one in everyone's eyes. Because I'm the nice one. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. You'll get there, Wade, because the next one is something that I think everyone can have a gripe against no matter what. Our own communities? N no, there's nothing. <laughs> oh, I, would, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I had a good one for that. No, no, no. We're going to Disney, right? 
So Disney is a very broad fan base. It's like some people like the park, some people like the movies. You can pick a specific movie. You can pick a specific type of person, a super Disney person or whatever. Uh, and Bob will go first for this round. Remember, you can abstain. Wait. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Okay. I've got one. People like to talk a lot of shit about Disney adults. Disney adult people, you know, millennials, people like 25 and older who go to Disney just for themselves. I've done that a couple times. I hold nothing against them. It's not their fault. It's their parents' fault. Maybe if somebody had loved them, they wouldn't need to relive the childhood they wish they had in their adult years. But the truth that undercuts everything that Disney adults are trying to achieve is that the Disney parks are not that fun. You can see through the thin veneer of bullshit to the sad character actors to the run-down, painted-over, slapped-together finishes, to the less-than-exciting rides in the park. You could see through all of it if you just took those rose-colored, parent-loveless relationship <laughs> glasses off. There are better things to do with your time. Live the childhood you wish you had. I believe in you. <laughs> ah, I hate this so much. I, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you voice was super robot. At the oh, end. I'm sorry. God, no, it's so funny. God, it's so that was so. It literally funny. hurts my insides while I'm saying these things. Uh, but I, however, 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 uh -huh. I, that was wonderful. But I I completely agree when it comes to the parks. Right, there is a certain charm about it. But really, in all honesty, I've been to the Disney many times now. The rides are okay at best. Yep. The rides are all right. They are fine. They are not worth the lines that people sit through for hours. And then just like the changes that they make to the parks are so asinine, they remove any charm so that they've devised a system, especially with a new fast pass system, where people are looking at their phones more than they're looking at the actual environment around them. So it doesn't even matter because they're trying to cheat the system to get the fastest times to get to these mediocre rides. To maximize the fun, Mark. Yeah, maximize the fun at, at everyone else's expense. But okay, Wade, it is now your turn. All right. To all of those out there that grew up watching Disney movies and you saw the Disney princess try to find their prince charming and live their pampered, spoiled bitch ass little lives, just know that that's fake. There is no prince charming out there holding your fucking shoe waiting for you. Life is about meeting someone you find mutual interest. Maybe it works out. Oftentimes it doesn't. There's no dream, magical, happy fucking ending. We're all miserable in this shit together. So get over your little dreamy, I hope this happens and he finds me bullshit. And you're not going to find your princess out there either. It's just people with fucking flaws and maybe you make it through life together. Maybe you get divorced and you live alone and miserable. That's life. I feel good about that one, man. That felt good to get out. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're trying to bait, and I also know who you are from that one. That's a divorced dad on a Disney yeah. subreddit. That is <laughs> right there, <laughs> taking out the anger. That's a dad looking at the happy memories at Disney, you know, the photos <laughs> that are still on his nightstand, and he's on the internet. That was like less bait and more just unleashing anger. They both kind of were. <laughs> I felt the purity of the rage and I could see the backstory in Wade's more. I have to give Wade the point for that one just in the intensity of it. Man, winning these feels worse than losing them, I think. I know, right? <laughs> And if you at home want to come up with bait of your own, feel free to write terrible, horrible. Oh, man. 
the subreddit is gonna be such an awful place for oh, a while no. now uh, so <sighs> sorry look it's all in good fun everybody but at the same time we're doing this to help you there are people out there that really have no care one way or another about your uh, liking something but they that's most people get over yourself okay calm down <laughs> okay. no oh, points sorry, at stake sorry. here there's no points oh, sorry guys <laughs> channel is something but there are people out there that literally just troll for a living because they get something out of it they like responses so be aware of it we're educating people in terms of how to steal their souls <laughs> not steal their souls steal s-t-e-e-l everyone with your crushed dreams out there you're stronger for it get over it <laughs> do you guys have more disney or do you want to move to a different oh one? we could, I'm, I'm good <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with that resolution i don't know if i have a stronger disney one all right here's an easy here's an easy target here's an easy target twilight Wade, you're up first, but take your time to think about it. Twilight. It's the punching bag of fandoms. It, it is, sure is. As much as, like, even I have watched all the movies, Amy loves the Twilight movies. I can't, but not because they're good. And I think, like, this is a fandom that might be a little more self aware. I'm going to go the opposite route and I'm going to go after everyone who hates on Twilight, including myself here. I've never read the books, I've never seen the movies. But whenever people liked Twilight, God, it was so easy, such a big, strong move to jump on the bandwagon of fucking pussy shits that were afraid to say anything and actually go watch it because the cool thing to do was to hate on it. Wow, look at you. You're so tough. Never gave it a chance, but oh man, better love story than Twilight. Ha ha ha. Laugh it off because you're in the popular crowd. You just walked right on over and somebody enjoyed something, had the dare to enjoy something that other people criticize. Easier to hate on them and pick on the little guy. Oh, that makes you such a big, strong person, doesn't it? No, you're a bitch. Give it a chance. Watch it. Read it. Don't just jump where the popular crowd is. My God. Way to take the easy route. Fucking lazy pieces of shit. <laughs> I love the reverse bait angle because it reads just like a copy pasta. You know, the, what the fuck did you say to me, you little shit? I'll have you know I'm an American sniper with over 300 confirmed kills. Like, you sound exactly like that. <laughs> it's just, it was too, it's too easy to go after Twilight because that's all I've heard my entire life. So the more challenging bit for me was to like, okay, what do we stand up for? I don't know. I just, that was my muse, my inspiration. I went with... All right, that's fair. Bob, would, do you have one? <laughs> Take your pick, dude. I know a little bit about Twilight, but... Fuck uh, Twilight and all the things I've never read or seen. All right. At the heart of a lot of discussions surrounding the Twilight franchise is the asinine debate between Team Edward and Team Jacob. It's not a debate. It's not even close. Edward is a piece of shit. Edward is controlling, domineering. Edward doesn't love Bella because he wants a life partner, companion, someone to share things with. He loves Bella because he thinks he can manipulate her. He thinks he can control her. He thinks that she will do whatever he wants. He's a prick. Welcome to real life Only relationship, Disney princess. It's just my bait. <laughs> the only choice that should have been made was whether or not to ever speak to Edward again because they did have a child and I know that that whole thing is weird. <laughs> Jacob is who Bella belongs with. Is a kid? Jacob is the one who cares. He's warm. Also, he turns into a dog, which is adorable. <laughs> and not only does he defend, he pr er, protect, whatever, he also attack. He's big. He's scary. He can save her. He can keep the family safe. Edward is an asshole plus... 
cold like the vampire he is on the inside. You convinced me. Team Furries. All right. So, Bob, that was wonderful because not only was it targeted, not only did you pick the underdog literal side, you also came at it from a place of ignorance and like you dug your <laughs> heels in and made old meme <laughs> references. It hit so many of my criteria for good bait that you'd be debating if you wanted to, you'd have a thread of comment replies in Reddit like a hundred comments deep. That is <laughs> that is definitely a winner for Twilight. All right. I went after more people. I want to jump in with my own just to feel like because I like I want to contribute. Oh, yeah, please. No, one. we'd love for you to throw your career away with us. <laughs> I want to say Edward is a 100 year old creep who for some reason sticks around in high school just to hang around a bunch of high schoolers. He is over a hundred years old or even or close to it. And oh no, true love with a junior in high school. I'm pretty sure it smacks of that quote from whatever that movie was where the guy says, high schoolers, like I may get older, but they always stay the same age. That's Edward. <laughs> so you're team Edward. <laughs> God, I, I have another one for Jacob. Jacob is equally as creepy. He fell in love with a baby, and there's so many things I could say wrong about that. I would just love. Mm. I just don't even want to think about it anymore. Happily ever after. <laughs> so anyway, that is. Uh, you guys got more Twilight? <laughs> nope. I think I'm driving after what I wanted to go after. <laughs> me. Hey, only half of that fandom, approximately, maybe, is gonna come after me. So. <laughs> Maybe less. I don't know how popular Jacob is. Most people are in that fandom, right? So no one will come after me for that. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Excellent. All right. You guys want to move on? I got another one. Please. Oh, please. Yes. No. Who went first on that last one? I can't remember. Was it Wade? Me. Okay. Wade, yeah. Wade, I got one that I think you're going to like. Because it's one that has been prevalent and staying power. Supernatural. Okay. Shit. Yeah. So, Wade, I know you've watched Supernatural, and I know you were a big fan of it. Mm -hmm. Like, and I know that it ended a few years ago. Bob, I'm sure that you have you watched Supernatural, Bob? No. Okay. For yeah, I'm, I'm googling. I'm gonna I'm gonna put one together. I'm not forfeiting this. I can't say that I've ever watched an episode of Supernatural, but I'm gonna try to summarize it without actually googling anything. It. There's two dudes. One of them is a dude. The other is an angel? Question mark. Mm. And they're a crime-fighting duo who try to stop... Uh-oh. <laughs> Wade's face is dropping. You want me to describe it? No, no, no. I got, I got it. They're a crime-fighting right, duo. <laughs> Whenever there's bad demons that come up from hell, they got to band together wrist-to-wrist -to -wrist and deport them back to hell. It's, a, it's basically a side story of Constantine. You know Constantine? You want the real description? You, want, you, yeah. you know Constantine? With yeah, Tano give me your version, yeah. Wade. I'm just <laughs> curious. I know, I know about Constantine. I'm just curious. <laughs> the show is about two brothers who grew up hunting different supernatural creatures in the world after their mother was killed by a demon when they were young. Along the way, they attack bigger and bigger threats affecting not just like locals or individuals, but the world as a whole. And they meet angels, demons, and make allies and friends with people on both sides, ultimately culminating in some ending I've not gotten to yet because I quit watching it after season 12. Isn't that the story of Full Metal Alchemist? I don't know, I've never seen that. <laughs> 
has two brothers that whose mother dies. I've got a criticism ready, but I went first last time, so I don't know if you want me to wait, but I can go for one. Yeah, yeah, vamp, vamp. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. working on it. All right, so Wade, you'll go first in this one. So the reason, even before you started speaking, this is the one I was going to go after. You said it was about two individuals, a man and an angel, right? Because one of the biggest talked about things in this whole fucking show has nothing to do with anything that happens on screen. Any of the great acting, any of the great writing, which, you know, got a little bit tougher after season five because they finished their story, but they kept going for the views. Is people who could not get over shipping Dean and Castiel. Castiel wasn't even a character in the show till season three. He's a funny, like, you know, side character, becomes a main character. He's great. But everyone, everyone, even the the actors at this point are like, Destiel, Ship Dean Castiel, they belong together. The show's about these brothers, their journey through life, having to constantly sacrifice themselves and put their lives on hold to make the world a better place. But all you can think about is, mm, hope there's some dick between those angels' wings tonight because you're upset. You're gross. Get over yourselves. That's not what the show is about. Who gives a fuck about your sick fucking mind and the weird thoughts you have? Move on. Enjoy the show for what it is and go write your own little weird fan fictions and keep them to yourselves. Because God, I don't need to hear the word Destiel one more goddamn time in my fucking life. You're gross and you're weird and no one likes you. I fear, Wade, I fear that you have risen to the bait. I fear that you have become that which you seek to destroy. <laughs> I don't actually mind it that much. <laughs> if someone said one word in a post, it was like, Destiel, that that ramp would be the that which takes the bait. Oh, yeah. However, I do appreciate the intensity of the ramp. Thank you. Thank it comes you. from a place of knowledge, and I appreciate it. Misha Collins, who plays Destiel, actually supports it, and he's like, actually, yeah, I think that that's canon. So they've not in the show, but after the show, the actors are like, yeah, sure, that's canon. Why not? Bob, you have a, you have a very easy opening here, a very easy counter. <laughs> <sighs> this, this online research I've been doing has been very unhelpful. All right, I, I have an angle, I think. Okay. Dear fans of Supernatural. Yes, I'm here. I don't mind that you enjoy the show. I think it's great that you have something that you love so much and are so passionate about. I'm sorry that there are only really five decent seasons of this show that you care so much about, even though there are somehow 15 total. I don't understand how that ratio works. I don't know why it wasn't canceled, but no matter how much you love it, despite all of its flaws, I have a secret to tell you. It is not a pop cultural icon. Do not mention this show you love so much in the same breath as Breaking Bad, or Game of Thrones. This show is nothing. When history remembers awesome pop culture moments, this won't even be a whisper of a thought in the back of the mind of history. Nobody cares how much you love it. It's great for you, but it is not a moment. It is not an icon. It is a TV show that lived a good childhood and died a slow, drawn out, low budget death. <laughs> I don't know anything about this show, but I feel like that's a way to cut at them pretty good. I think most Supernatural fans would agree that the last 10 seasons didn't live back up. It was originally written for five and they kept extending it and everything was great. And actually production went up, but the writers wrote themselves into a hole by having like the ultimate villain at season five. And then they were like, See, this guy, do we 10 season more? He thinks it belongs in the upper echelons, but it doesn't. The first five seasons do. <laughs> don't kid yourself. That's not how this works. Come on, man. Shows are remembered in their entire no. 
Wade, you're taking the bait. You're taking the bait. <laughs> I, 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 I have to. The bait works. <laughs> the bait works. I have to. I'm going to the Reddit. No, I, I think I think just from the sheer cutting of that, like I, I felt the anger about Destiel. And I was like, I was wondering if Bob, you were just going to go like, Destiel is real. Like in that, that would be your only bait. <laughs> <laughs> I would have given you the win. I would have given you. But I, I think just like, despite Wade's advanced knowledge, and he rose to that bait. He did. Even if there's a slight slip, I got to give it to Bob again, like with the points. Okay, yeah, easy. Just give uh, me a topic I know nothing about. And uh... Hey, it's easy <laughs> to be really mean about shit that you know nothing about. I tell you what, <laughs> I feel way less bad about that one than I did about the first couple. Uh, I don't know if I took the bait because I agreed. I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> you said, but you said the, the first, first five seasons were great. Then after that, it really just died off. And if you look at it as a or whole. the first five seasons, like a paragon of TV history. Is it a show to be remembered? Man, it's hard to remember. Like at the time, I feel like I probably felt that way. But after seeing the other seven seasons that I have seen, like my passion and love for the franchise definitely wore off to the point I've not even finished the show. So it's hard to put myself back in that mindset of after seeing the first five. I don't remember how I felt at that point. That sounds like someone rising to the bait. I can, I can hear it in your voice, the longing. Anyway. Just do what you do. Give him the point. We're going <laughs> to... We're gonna know Mark likes me better. We're gonna move away. We're gonna move away from TV shows. Statistically, Mark lets you win more. That we've seen that. So wow. I always uh, no. I've been one of the most even. Haven't I been the most even? We've all been. Pretty I don't remember. Even, I but... just want to say that I, you took my bait, Mark. Is that a point for me? <laughs> 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 you fucking took that bait quick. You got me there. You got me there, man. I'm gonna give you a point. You're right. I jumped right on that. I'm. I'm sorry. Oh I'm sorry. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a good, that's good, that's good bait because it's so quick. You don't even notice that it's bait. I, I think that's that's definitely a great example. It was it. unintentional on my part too, but I'll think. Yeah, see, it just <laughs> happened. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So we're going to move to another a different topic because we've talked about this just recently. We're going into video games. Yes. Minecraft. Oh, yes. Fans of Minecraft are abound. It has been around since way long ago. Our history is in Minecraft. Then it fell out a little bit. And then suddenly, oh, it's back again. Like everyone's just discovering it new and all of a sudden couldn't be more popular. Well, I think it's actually on the fading, but it's been huge for a long time, though. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I think, Bob, it is your turn to go first. Okay. Prepare as much as you'd like. And then whenever you're ready, deliver the bait. Chum the waters, if you will. You can't deny that Minecraft has sold millions of copies, however many. It's insane. And you can't deny that some very smart people have done some incredible things, making computers and contraptions and using the technical stuff in Minecraft to do very cool, effectively very inefficient and clunky programming of various different kinds. But what I think is the most asinine thing that people tout about Minecraft is that it's any world you want it to be. It's all these worlds. You can build your own world. You can make mods and you can have all these rules and monsters, anything you can dream of. As long as you dream in one meter by one meter by one meter cubes, it does not represent a world. It represents a visualization of your stupid imagination. 
You're effectively a four-year-old playing in the sandbox, imagining that a little shit pile of damp sand is a castle. And that you have a magic cape that allows you to fly around your sandbox kingdom and build whatever little shit piles of sand you want. It's nothing. It is nothing. It does nothing. It only allows you to reflect your own idiocy back on yourself. It's a plaything to occupy the dim mind of idiots. So enjoy your stupid, pointless world. I'll be out here in the real one having experiences that matter. That was quite a rant. <laughs> Not really personal. I don't like that. So much anger in there. All right, Wade, your bait. Sure. Minecraft has changed so little in like 10 years. And they just re-released. You know why it has so many sales? Because they did the same shit Grand Theft Auto V did. Oh, Minecraft. Minecraft for the Switch. Minecraft for the PlayStation 3. Minecraft for the PlayStation 4. Minecraft for the PlayStation... They sell the same shit to the same people on different platforms. That's how they get their sales. The game hasn't changed. And people that still enjoy Minecraft in 2022 are the same people that high school was the best time of their lives and the rest of their lives are shit. They can't move on to bigger and better things because they think they've found the epitome. And they're so glued to their love of their blocky world worlds that they've forgotten that new games come out new things are out there to be enjoyed and they don't need to just keep enjoying those cubes bob was referencing there's more out there you have more life to live and if you're enjoying yourself so goddamn much in a game that's 10 i don't know how fucking old it is at this point because it's looked the same for over a decade so enjoy yourself I'm glad that that's the epitome of your life while we're out here enjoying newer and better things. All right. This is a lot of hate and anger. I feel like it's deviating into a roast more than bait. Okay. I'm going to enter into this round myself and I'm going to throw some bait. Oh, please. All you Minecrafters out there. Bedrock is better than Java in every way. Period. End of bait. Don't even know what that means. <laughs> it sounds great, though. I guarantee you, Minecrafters know. You want to know why? I know the difference, but I don't understand why that's bait, I guess. What's the difference? It would be equivalent to me saying bait of Minecraft got better after Microsoft bought it. Um, okay, that makes sense. But it's the same. I'll give you like a tenth of a point for that myself. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me when I say, as far as bait goes, bait in, in terms of getting people to respond angrily to you. I think like the best bait comes from a place of almost like passive aggressive haughtiness. You think you're better than them. Or you say something with such confidence and so succinctly that it is so incorrect that people have to be upset at you in every way possible. Mm. So Minecraft, I would say like minecraft isn't the best game of the last decade minecraft wasn't even the best game the year it came out <laughs> that would be bait that would be good bait excellent also i you could say the people you met in minecraft aren't actually your friend they don't mean anything to you and they will never mean anything to you because they don't actually care about you wade interesting no one you've ever met on minecraft means anything wow you're right dude oh my wife <laughs> shit <laughs> is that bait molly's gonna come after me i just baited my wife no yeah i'm gonna call that a wash for now uh if you guys would like to try another one in minecraft or we can move on to another one do you want to try on. all right move on oh uh, you can if you want to do no, it. no i was time. just asking i yeah. I can move on. Because I got another really good one for you. All right. Okay. That has a ripe with potential with a fan base that is ready to gnash and wail of teeth. Okay. Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, okay. Five Nights at Freddy's, the legendary game. I spawned, maybe even spawned my resurgence, my rise. I'm the king of Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> 
Uh, I guess I've got one. Yeah, wait, you're first, right? right? I guess. To be succinct, I'll say the same thing about FNAF that I said about Minecraft a second ago. FNAF is not a great game. It's not a great game franchise. It wasn't the best game of the decade. It wasn't even the best game the year it came out. It did something new, but the reason people cared about FNAF was because they couldn't put their story in a coherent manner, so they were curious what the fuck was going on, and because of overreacting Let's Players like us three, who put things on there, got scared, and you got to laugh instead of having to play it and be scared for yourself. FNAF is not interesting. The story at this point, if you go and even try to comprehend what the story is at this point, it's so stupid and convoluted, it's not even mildly interesting. So, shit game, shit writing, and everyone just wants to know what the fuck happened, and that's why it's maintained interest for however long it's been out. Pretty succinct. I can't disagree with any of that. <laughs> Bob, what do you have to say? All right. Well, Wade focused a lot on the lore of the game, but I think... Any lore beyond the first game in the franchise is all bullshit. You know why there's more than one game in the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise? Because Big Daddy Cawthorn realized he could milk you morons for millions and millions of dollars. There's nothing. He made it up as he went along. It's meaningless. And you know what it is? His dollars in his bank account. That's what it is. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. It's tough to decide between the two of those. I think that weighed by sheer quantity of different targets hit a lot more that could get a rise out of a few more people. Because I'm trying to judge this purely on how many people are actually going to respond to these. I think that with Bob, the animosity towards Scott Cawthon, like at this point in it, might not get as many people angry as Wade did. So I'm going to give Wade the point for that one. No, nothing to say. <laughs> you You're not happy it. about that? I'm just or... happy to take my win. <laughs> you didn't seem very happy. If you like FNAF, you have bad tastes. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> Dude, that's a bait. That's such a more succinct bait. That's such a good one. The contest is over. You can stop. Well, I added it at the end. I thought of it. <laughs> just, just pretend like you already lost and when you start and then say what you want to say then when you're really angry. Yeah. I know. You just wrap it up so I, well. my My bait alarm goes off at the end that's when the ideas come i told you you're way more savage than i am <laughs> you just gotta turn it into a quip and that's what it's gotta be you gotta it's gotta be so quick i know but i can't just like the way my quips work is they come out naturally in conversation i can't just think and be like quip <laughs> quips just come to brain well you imagine a lot of conversations with yourself in your head just imagine a conversation uh, before you speak i don't waste time in my head with FNAF. <laughs> that sounds bad that's another bit i guess <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Turns out Marcus King of nothing. Sorry, Mark. You want to take the bait again? You about to? Come on. Security Breach is the best Five Nights at Freddy's, hands down. Which one is that? <laughs> is that the one where there's ghost kids inhabiting animatronics? Or is that the nah, other one? No, that's all of them. Security Breach is a great one with 3D and free roaming entertainment in the, oh, the Five Nights at Freddy's, the Freddy Fazbear I know Pizza which Plex. I think I know which one you're referencing with Security Breach, but isn't there another one where you can freely roam and do like little RPG battles? I have no idea. The only game with a more confusing series of sequels than Five Nights at Freddy's is Kingdom Hearts. FNAF World? Was it FNAF World? Wasn't there one called World? <laughs> is that a fan game or something? I don't know. Uh, no, it was like one that came out. Everyone was confused because it's like an RPG or something. I can't. I don't know. Whatever. Five Nights at Fuckboys was better than Five Nights at Freddy's. That's such a good bait. That's such a good bait. 
Came to mind now, I'd used it. You're making gold, man. But we're not in the round, so no more points to be uh, awarded. Come after me, Audi. <laughs> I'm just putting daggers in my own coffin here at this point. I think Wade actually hates Five Nights at Freddy's. He might, this actually. This is just sincere. Yeah, might be. Do you guys want to try again or move on? No, Wade won. <laughs> we were Wade just... won again already. I, my quips are out, man. I, I put my dick out there, and now it's already ready to be sliced. All right, so this next one might get you in a lot of trouble. This one actually could get you people coming after you if you play your cards wrong here you could actually get people to uh attack you great okay k-pop get some good k-pop bait out there Bob, you're first and it could let me recap the things that k-pop people have done to attack uh i know off the top of my head that they have done a spree of doxing people they have exposed people for past dirt that has been buried deep in the earth they have under the guise of doing good they have tried to unearth crimes in the past and i believe that more than one has physically attacked people for their uh bad k-pop takes and me as a half korean I'm gentleman sure fine. <laughs> i must try to defend my honor in this moment i like how you literally lead us to the firing squad hand the audience the muskets you're like bob and wade say something to get shot you can abstain you the, i said from the beginning yeah, no, you, can you can say abstain, nothing you can abstain. i've got balls i'm ending my career for this i will win if it costs me my life they're imaginary points for the privilege of coming up with the next uh, idea. Yeah, no, is it worth it, Wade? I don't know. Fuck my dreams. Fuck my nightmares. <laughs> I'm going to win. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, then. Bob, end our careers and maybe our lives. No, Bob, you could abstain too. No, I'm doing it. I got one. All right. Okay. Oh, is that right? Oh, you like a K-pop star. Okay, you like one of the guys. Let me guess. Is he tall, really skinny, and adorably cute? Okay. Fuck, I can't. I, can't even, I don't know enough about K-pop, man. God damn it. Oh, oh man. I, can't, I don't even know the name of a K-pop star. Like, I know the, some of the group names. Ted, Ted K-pop? Oh, my God. No. I don't want to just be like, oh, K-pop is bad. <laughs> it has to be something to it. Or you're otherwise, right, right, what am right. I doing here? You were going on a great path. I do appreciate you trying to, like, put more spin on it. I will, like, you could finish it out. Let's stick the landing, man. Come on. Uh, oh, you like one? You want to see Tall and skinny and cute. Oh, what does, what does he wear? Very fashionable clothes. Does he make little hearts with his hands and love everyone in his audience, even though he doesn't know who a single person is outside of his bandmates and handlers? Oh, wait, did he get a haircut? Oh, gosh, tell me more. Fascinating. Please go on. I love the handlers, Nick, because that, that's a little real. That's good. All right, Wade. <laughs> They're on the way to kill Bob right now. <laughs> the fandoms of K-pop, as you've mentioned, are pretty ruthless. They're pretty bad. The treatment of K-pop stars by their management, the things that they put them through, the, the contracts they have to sign to basically not have lives outside of their job, pretty bad. You know what's worse? The final product that they make. I think he's done. <laughs> All right, uh, my address is... <laughs> Dude, you don't know how you started that. <laughs> they were already, like, because you said, I get it. The fans are bad. <laughs> and you just dug your grave at that first sentence.
You know, oh. I figured I'd go uh, right for it. Yeah, bad, worse, and the worst. And I wanted to. Okay, I don't. I don't want to derail the episode. Yeah. And I'm not in any way trying to curry favor with the people who want to kill us right now or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I need that. Do you know enough to understand what the fuck is up with K-pop fandoms? Because like, there are plenty of totally rabid fandoms out there that are overboard that will go in on anyone who says a bad word about the thing that they are a fan of. Mm -hmm. But the K-pop fandom, is it just so big that like there's more, you know, people on the outliers who are, you know, maybe have weirder ideas or are willing to do crazier things to defend something they love so much? Because like K-pop isn't a thing that is like insane. K-pop is cool. I generally enjoy the music and I get it why people like it. But there's also been some really crazy shit that people in that fandom have done, like you said just weird i think it's a combination right it's a combination of of certain things happening and overlapping at the same time the rise of the internet and social media on the internet a very intense fan base that feels passionate about a small underdog of a thing korea as a country as a strategic move to push korean culture and get an export of entertainment like emulating what america does in terms of pushing out entertainment mm. they called it hallyu which is like the korean wave as it pushed out into the rest of the world all hitting at the same time and then the explosion of these boy band groups in terms of like their performative ability and the the demands it is an intensely competitive field in terms of like these things so so the performances themselves are actually incredible <laughs> like if you've watched k-pop the stars and bands dance and, and do their routines yeah. they are like olympic level athletes in terms of their ability to sing and dance on stage it is an incredible performance which lends a lot of energy to the crowd who go to these things it's a really entertaining thing and it's all of these hitting at once creates like this fervor in the fan base to be aggressive about it and then given that there is this push to push it on to the rest of the world the fans that grab onto it they want to push it in to other people's view and so that rabidity gets a lot of push back of like what is this i don't you you keep shoving this down my throat and so they get more rabid and it, it's like this constant battle and then there's this righteousness that they feel because the k-pop stars themselves are trying to like be good examples and like relatively not all of them of course like no one's perfect no one no one ever is perfect uh, but generally the idea is like good morals and trying to push that out so it creates this fervor of righteousness a lot of that's they're forced to do right their contracts are supposedly pretty rough that they have to sign to be part of these bands like some of the bigger it, it ones varies at least. a lot yeah but i will say for the fandoms i love when there's like a horrible hashtag that's trying to trend and like the k-pop fandoms oh, come yeah. in and they just take over the hashtag that's so good so like instead of like some racist thing being like getting popularity it's just like all the k-pop clips and things like that's actually a pretty cool thing mm -hmm. yeah Try, no. i actually am trying to save my ass with that comment but it's not <laughs> true no it's like it's true it's true there is a there is a lot to like about it. there's a lot of criticisms to make and i think like it's it's perfectly okay to say something that is critical of the k-pop or entertainment industry as a whole there are always parts of it that are negative however that's not why we're here okay i hate to say it we're all tied up wait who won that one wade did yeah. because it like the pure death that is coming yeah, forward. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you remember what he said you do you remember <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're gonna do this one, and this might not be something that you guys are well versed in, but it is one of the newest fandoms that is out there on the internet today. Okay, and it is kind of spilling over between games and entertainment. Okay, and it's kind of like a ripe 
for some good old-fashioned bait, and that is the backrooms. The entire fandom that revolves around the backrooms, the people that consume it, the people that make content about it. It is a new game that is hitting big, or it's not even a game, it didn't start that way. Basically another creepypasta that is a rose. And I believe it is Wade, your turn to go first. Okay. People that like the back rooms are the same people that are obsessed with FNAF and they're just looking for the next stupid thing with no lore and lots of confusing things and lack of interesting plot to latch on to. <laughs> I love it. It's very short, sweet, and to the point. <laughs> you would get a lot of people arguing with you with that one. Bob, uh, that didn't give you a lot of time to think uh, about yeah, it, but I'm you can looking, take more time. I literally don't know the first thing about the back room, so I'm just sort I've of... i played it, and I don't either. That's the point. <laughs> looking at it. <laughs> Wait, your turn's over. Your turn's over. Yeah, you come not talked yet. I'm still taking it, man. <laughs> I'm stabbing multiple times. One dagger, one enough. I, I guess you could keep going while Bob's looking up if okay, he's not wait, ready. I have oh, one. Okay, I have okay. one. I have one, I think. All right, okay, okay. I'm pretty happy with what I had. Okay. The back rooms is the robot chicken of today's video game culture. You wander around, random shit happens, but I'm sorry to tell you, it means literally nothing. Is that cutting? Is that good? That was pretty cutting, so long as people know what Robot Chicken was. Okay. Isn't it still on? Are they still making new robots? Is this it? It's, it's re-airing. It's not new episodes, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, man. Both of those were great in different ways. I could see just because of the cleverness of saying it's the robot chicken of new media. It's just, it is, it is very cutting. That's a compliment to me. I like robot chicken. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, also, I know that a lot of people like robot chicken, but it's just an accumulation of random eight second ideas. It's nothing. No, that's what makes, that's what makes your thing beautiful because also robot chicken fans would be mad at you. I know. Well, yeah. So it's ill. It's tight. Who? Mm. You could have us go again, I guess. I guess. If you think it needs a tie break. It was pretty close, but uh, do you guys got another one? I have another one. Uh, kind of. You can go first that time and I'll go after you then. I will weigh all of the, the roasts. If, if we do another one, I'll weigh all the bait together from both. If you guys want to go again. I got one. I got one. Okay. All right. Okay. I finally figured out why people are so hyped up about the backrooms. It's because it's just as stupid, if not more asinine, than all of the SCP games. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that one hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall for it. It's a bait, Mark. Oh, man. <laughs> Okay, so you took part of what I was going to say, which makes it tougher, but no, wait, I say will... whatever you're going to say. It's hard to even want to criticize the backrooms because of shitty horror franchises like FNAF, SCP, and now the backrooms. It's not even really worth criticizing because there's nothing there to criticize. Half the game you're wandering around alone in the dark, and then whenever you do encounter an enemy, it's just a recycled fucking SCP from another game. Woo. Glad they decided to put them in back rooms, which means what? What is a back room? Just a room in the back. Terrifying. Way to waste my time with this topic and with the game and all the other bullshit y'all have made about it. Let it die like it should have been from the start. All right. These are great. Boys, you have done a wonderful job <laughs> providing me with incredible bait. I will be avoiding the Reddit for the next uh, foreseeable lifetime. I thank you for your contribution in somehow driving our fan base towards toxicity instead of... <laughs> we don't have any K-pop fans in our audience because man oh man. Like the responsible stewards we are. Yes. People who watch and listen to this remember usually we try to encourage goodness, but I have to assign a winner here to the most toxic of you. Not because he went first of the idea, but because...
because it was more succinct and cutting in the very end and made my soul hurt and made me want to rise to the bait, I grant the winner to Bob. Honestly, I'll take the loss on this one. I'm okay. <laughs> I don't think I said anything that bad. <laughs> I think if anyone has a problem with what I said today, they're just a big baby. <laughs> ah, delicious, delectable. Tally another win in the Bob column for Mark, everybody out there keeping track. Shocking. <laughs> it really was pretty even, man. I don't know. I used to, it would, the last time it was tracked, he had like two or three more picks for me than for you. Which is pretty even, considering that he had like 18 picks. Hey, whatever you say, man. I'm surprised you're not more angry that Mark wins more than either of us. <laughs> well, we try to keep him happy so that we can keep the show running. Oh, listen, guys, listen, guys. <laughs> we can't rise to each other's bait now, can we? No one mm -hmm. listens to Distractable for Wade and Bob. They listen for Mark and friends, so we got to keep Mark happy. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> We're acknowledging it. All right. <laughs> the bait that Mark's like, num, 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 num. I like this bait. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Bob. Do you have any parting baiting words for people? Or would you like to try to redeem yourself? I don't know. This whole thing seemed pretty pointless. I think if you enjoy podcasts, you're probably just low IQ. I'm not sure. Whatever. Thanks for the win, I guess. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Wade, would you like some parting words of bitterness? Here comes the best bait of the entire episode. Go. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> I think that this episode made me realize how our careers are all dependent on kind of people liking mindless bullshit, like the games that we play and our commentary, which is the same as every other person's basically commentary. Let's be scared and react to horror shit. Let's make dumb penis jokes and then say goodbye and act like we know every single viewer that we have out there who probably doesn't care about us that much. And while they think we care about them, you're all fucking money in the bank, y'all. Jesus, I don't think that was bait. I think it was just... <laughs> that was real. <laughs> <laughs> that was the realest shit you'll ever hear. I don't know Undistractable. what was. But anyway. You know what charity streams are? Tax write-offs. <laughs> fuck y'all. Fuck the world. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's always in the end. You could have won it, Wade. You could have had this. I don't want to win it. You it was there all along. I'm going to lose with my dignity intact. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so so much for being a part of it if you listen Hi. to the end of this are you really uh can you say you're any better than us hmm can you yeah probably you probably can anyway remember to follow this uh, subscribe to the youtube channel check out our merch store store.distractiblepodcast.com you can find bob through my skirm he's now on twitch so you know direct all your hate there uh wade you know lord minion 777 or minion 777 uh, you know where to find him i am an, a completely anonymous <laughs> i've never existed <laughs> <laughs> fuck you markiplier <laughs> and uh, thank you all so much for listening we'll be back maybe again next week if we have not been driven off the platform uh, but we will keep trying every week to be driven off if this one doesn't work with uh, bob as the host thank you podcast out <laughs> <laughs>